everyone is going nuts with this China virus thing, and it's becoming abusive to our children. Biden continues to prove that he doesn't care about Americans, and it doesn't seem like he's going to get it anytime in the near future. This is, and let's take a look at a TikTok video. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, you might hear me kind of tone down my voice a little bit because I am not at home. I'm actually at my at Josie's house, and I there's a bit of an echo in this room. So we're going to see how this works out. Um, so, you know, something that really gets me is how this COVID virus, this China virus, has really brought tyranny to the forefront. And the ty- tyrannical individuals are actually disguising this as compassion. It's brought the worst out of our leaders. And now they're not even hiding it anymore. And you can tell, we're going to talk about it, you can tell that they don't really care about people. And they don't even themselves think that the virus is that big of a deal. So let's take the example of Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, who, I gotta say, surprisingly, actually got reelected for another term. He doesn't quite understand the concept of freedom. Well, that's because he's a tyrant. The only people who are free are his people. The problem is, throughout the world, he's not the only one. But usually, tyrants hide it better. It could be that Trudeau is stupid, and he is. But chances are, no, he's just being very sly. Let's listen to him talk about vaccine passports and people who won't get vaccinated. We're paying for the provincial vaccine passports to make sure that when someone comes into a restaurant, they'll know they won't be sitting beside a table of people who are unvaccinated. When you go into a gym, when you go to a movie theater, you need to know that if you've done the right things, you get to be safe. You get to be rewarded for having done the right things. That's what it's all about. And those people who still hesitate, who still resist, well, they won't get to enjoy the same things that those who've done their part for others. It seems like a very logical thing. It seems like a very obvious thing. This guy's a little tyrant. He is, he is everything wrong with politicians today. Now, again, uh, there's a bunch of things to break out this, this deal here. First off, this is me- the messed up messaging that these leftists actually do. If I'm vaccinated, why do I need to worry about the unvaccinated? I don't. The unvaccinated, hey, I got my vaccine, I'm done. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not showing an ID card. And by the way, this is the other thing. This ID card, this vaccine passport, that's a violation of my privacy. I'd like to see, ask Mr. Trudeau to show me his last pap smear because that's the same thing. It's none of his damn business if I got vaccinated or not. It doesn't make any different. This is a big problem with the left. They think they believe what they believe is right and will listen to no counter arguments, even though with this uh, China virus, there's a ton of counter arguments here. Like this virus isn't deadly. This virus doesn't kill as many people as they, especially the Delta version. It is deadlier than the flu, but it is not as deadly as, let's say, 
the sm- the smallpox, which killed 30% of the people who caught it. The truth for the left is absolute, and everyone who doesn't agree with them is wrong. And typically they're wrong because they're a racist. You might hear be hearing Josie's dog in the background. Uh, is because you're a racist, you're a white supremacist, all this crap. I also think the safe thing is really overdone. Oh, you can I can what you can guarantee me that I'm going to be safe because of vaccine passports? Here's the thing. The two things about the safe thing. One, you're never safe. If the government was really worried about you being safe, they'd take away our cars too. Because there's more of a chance that you're going to get into a car accident and die in a car accident than you are actually going to die of COVID. There's more of a chance they would throw people in prisons who commit crimes because there's more of a chance you're going to get murdered on the street than you are assaulted and murdered on the street than you are die of COVID. And finally, you know something? Freedom isn't really always safe. Freedom is dangerous. Freedom isn't free. You have to work for it. You have to take risks for it. And I got news for you. I'll pit myself up against the flu. Now, again, I'm vaccinated. You know this. I'm pro-vaccine. I think it's great. Uh, we, we've we heard I might have some family members who are va- are uh, actually have COVID. The irony is that um, they are vaccinated. So if they have COVID, everyone's kind of fripping, flipping out. And um, yeah, well, we're vaccinated. So who cares? If we catch it, we catch it. We'll live. We'll be fine. Heck, Chris Rock, who is fully vaccinated, got COVID. In a statement, he said COVID sucked and everyone should get vaccinated. Dude, this is your problem with your messaging. You are vaccinated and you still got COVID. His last statement is the most, uh, we're talking Trudeau's last statement is the most disturbing and is being pushed in governments such as the the, uh, United Kingdom, Australia, and the United States. Freedom is not a reward given to you by the government. Freedom is something that is given to you by God. Now, I'll give the UK and I'll give uh, Canada a bit of a break and Australia a bit of a break because they don't have our constitution. In our constitution, it actually tells us that freedoms are God-given natural rights. And they even say in the constitution, whichever God you, you, you pray to. But these are natural rights. They're not something the government gives us. It's not a reward for being a good puppy. Like I'm, I'm giving my dog a... Uh, giving this dog right now a little treat to shut the hell up. This is not uh, the same thing. It's crap. The good news is people are done with this crap. They're protesting in France. They're protesting in the UK. They are practically rioting and assaulting police officers in Australia. Notice, if you watch CNN, you watch MSNBC, they're not talking anything about it. They don't want people to realize this is where we are heading in the United States. We are heading for the government snapping their fingers and we obey like puppies. Canada is also really shut down just like Australia. They're putting priests in jail for holding church services. That's the left. That's what the leftist wants. 
That's what the leftists desire. They desire complete control. The United States is trying to force the military to get vaccinated now. Guess what? A good many soldiers are saying, hey, we're not going to do it. And they're actually being removed from office. The United States government wants that. The leftists want this. They want an effeminate military. They want a military that is follows all of the leftist proclamations. I know Rahm Emanuel gets credit for this, but it was actually said by Winston Churchill, never let a good crisis go to waste. I mean, they even said that Machiavelli had said that back in the 1400s. I'm not sure where it is, but Winston Churchill did say it. The world was fine until China decided to release this virus. And you notice no one's blaming China. Now the left sees an opportunity to change the world into what they want it to be. This crap would have never happened a year and a half ago because guess what? We had it good a year and a half ago. Everything was going good. The economy was going fine. Everyone was working. Stock market was flying off the, the charts. People's 401ks, they were able to retire. But here's the thing. It's still tyranny when you try and change the guy. And Chuck Schumer said that. They're here. They're going to change the economy because Joe Biden got elected. Tyranny doesn't care about you. They don't, they're not compassionate. And in many, in many instances, they're absolutely cruel. There's a video that went viral over the, over the internet this weekend. It showed a child at a daycare facility that was being forced to wear a mask in the daycare facility. The kid was maybe two. I would think he's probably two, maybe two and a half. And like all two-year-olds, three-year-olds, whatever he is, he's having nothing to do with it. He doesn't want the mask on. But the teacher just keeps trying to put the mask on, telling the kid he needs to put the mask on. Listen. <laughs> put the yeah. mask on. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta wear it on the honey. No, you gotta keep it on. not child abuse leave effing mason alone the kid doesn't want to wear a bloody mask he's two years old give him a break you know what i'd be more concerned about is these teachers so this kid is ripping the mask off his throat ripping the mask off usually dropping it around his throat so the laces are actually around his throat 
Maybe I hear, but I think that's just as bad as worrying about a 25-year-old teacher catching COVID. Now, I know this kid is smarter than the teachers, and eventually he's just going to leave the mask on, wait for the teachers to leave, and then he's going to take it off again, wrapping it around his neck. I don't know. Maybe it's me. That seems more dangerous than spreading or catching the China virus. And that wasn't the worst of the videos that hit this weekend. This is one of the most atrocious videos I have ever seen. So let me set this up for you. There's a kid, about two years old, who has asthma and is forced to wear a a mask on an American Airlines flight. The baby and her mother were kicked off the flight. And the reason they kicked off the flight? Non-compliant passenger, air traveler. That's what they called it. Kids freaking two years old. The video is heartbreaking because you can hear the kid actually suffering with this mask on. The kid coughing, the kid crying, the kid is miserable with this mask on. Listen to this. This is, and I'm playing the entire video. Uh, actually, I, I left out a little bit of it, but this is just heartbreaking. And I, it, it infuriates me when I see stuff like this. A small child, maybe two, is choking and crying with a mask on. How is this right? Now, I will I, I will give this, this guy who filmed this, I will give him credit. He left the plane, too. When they kicked her off the plane, he left the plane. He said, I'm not going to do this. That's what needs to happen. The fact of the matter is, this is abuse. We are all being abused thanks to this virus that China released. Whether they did it on purpose or not doesn't make any difference. We have to get vaccinated or be punished. We have to wear a mash or be mask or be punished. Even our children have to endure endure this torture. We must comply. And if we do not comply, we will lose our freedoms because according to these freaking bastards, our compliance is will depend on our freedoms because only the government gives freedom. But there are those, you know, there are those who don't have to comply at all. Lots of those guys don't have to comply. The elite don't need to comply. The politicians, the actors, the singers, they don't have to comply. We see this day in and day out. They're not even hiding it anymore. And it's always the same people. It's always Democrats. Lori Lightfoot goes to Lollapalooza and gets her hair done with no mask after she shut down her entire, after she shut down her entire city. Gavin Newsom shares a $2,000 meal at the French Laundry without a mask when, in fact, he had shut down the state. 
Gretchen Whitmer travels to Florida to see her family when she institutes a travel ban. Bill de Blasio goes to the gym when he has to sh- he has shut down all gyms in New York City. Nancy Pelosi gets a hair blowout when her city is shut down, something she supported. The Met Gala and the uh, Emmys this weekend really show us show us this us and them mentality of the elites and us dirty little serfs. While the elitists are walking around maskless, all the servants around them are masked up, by the way. Heck, AOC, one of the elites, actually one of the elites in a a dress that we now know costs over $10,000 at the Met Gala. I think I said it costs between two dollars and $3,000. At the Met Gala, which costs $30,000 a ticket, had a servant, masked of course, carry her train while she was walking up to uh, her car to leave. Oh my God, what a little princess. She didn't have to wear a mask. The Emmys, but she didn't even know the Emmys were on Sunday because no one knew the Emmys were on Sunday. Nobody watched it. Was indoors, no social distancing, and maskless. Except for the servants, they had to wear masks. When anyone won an award, there was lots of hugging and kissing, no social distancing. Seth Rogen, who I can't stand, he's, he's another leftist, he actually said the quiet part out loud, and this got him a lot of this got him a lot of criticism and you know applause. Listen to this. What's happening? That was wild. That was truly insane. Was not expecting that. That was like when I was listening to music with my mom and she knew all the words to WAP. Uh, it took me by surprise. <laughs> Is it WAP or WAP? I don't know. Um, anyway, good to be here at the Emmy Awards. Let me start by saying there is way too many of us in this little room. What are we doing? They said this was outdoors. It's not. They lied to us. We're in a hermetically sealed tent right now. I would not have come to this. Why is there a roof? It's more important that we have three chandeliers than that we make sure we don't kill Eugene Levy tonight. That is what has been decided. This is insane. I went from wiping my groceries to having Paul Bettany sneeze in my face. So, that's a big week. Anyone's going to sneeze in my face, Paul. I want it to be you. Um, All right. That's all the jokes I wrote. Here are the nominees for supporting actress in a comedy series. First off, I... I, I, comedy has gone straight to hell. He wasn't funny. He just wasn't funny. And also, they're not hiding it. And they know they're not hiding it. They're making fun of it. Some said gave Seth Rogen props because they thought he was being serious. But I don't believe that at all. Why don't I believe that? He never left the building. He could have just left the building. He could have said, yeah, I'm not doing this. You can just have someone else announce it. I'm concerned. I'm going to catch COVID and die. And he's actually lost a lot of weight, so he probably doesn't have to worry about it. He wasn't concerned about it. He just figured we'd make, I'd joke about it. I'd bring it out. L.A. County uh, got a lot of crap for that, for having the Emmys. 
And basically what they said was, uh, quote, the Emmys award show is a television production and persons appearing on the show are considered performers. All persons appearing on or in the audience at any Emmy award show were fully vaccinated against COVID-19. In other words, uh, actors, the elite, they're actually um, exempt. They don't have to worry about it. It's considered it's considered essential, right? Bend the knee, people. That's what they want. But I gotta say, the violator of the week has to be San Francisco uh, San Francisco Mary uh, Mayor London Breed, who implemented a mask mandate throughout her city. She was caught at a jazz club partying without a mask and in tight quarters. She was finally confronted about this because they did actually get video of her sitting there dancing around and she wasn't wearing a mask. They weren't social distancing. They were drinking. Good for them. I mean, that's fine. But listen to what she said. I was there. I was eating and I was drinking and I was sitting with my friends and everyone who came in there was vaccinated. So the fact that we have turned this into a story about being maskless, no, I'm not gonna sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm gonna keep my mask off. So the fact that this is even a story is sad. Okay, okay, I'll, gi- I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you something. Everything she said, not a big deal. She's absolutely correct on everything she said. She shouldn't have to put a mask on every time she takes a sip of a drink. She shouldn't have to put a mask on every time she takes a bite of food. She shouldn't have to put a mask on when she's out there enjoying a dance club and enjoying her life. And I, I don't know if she mentioned the safety police there, but I don't know if it's in the next clip or it's this clip, but I understand why she doesn't want to wear a mask when she's at a jazz club watching... By the way, it was piss poor jazz. I they, this was Tony Tony Tony, which were big back in the eighties, but they really weren't that great in the eighties. And guess what? They sounded worse in twenty twenty one. I mean, I get all that. Yo, she'll explain that to you in a second because she does what she commits the crime that all politicians commit. But the point of the matter is, what's amazing to me, and what people are pissing on her for is because she doesn't understand why this is a story. She's the one that implemented mask mandates. She's the one that's about to implement uh, COVID passports, immunization passports. She's the one that set all these rules. She is not realizing that the story is she's a freaking effing, I'm going to say effing, she's an effing hypocrite. She's a terrible human being. You have made people's lives miserable. And the second you have to live under your rules, which is going to make your life miserable, you say, I shouldn't have to do it because it makes my life miserable. What kind of freaking narcissist is this? In all seriousness, what a terrible human being. Now, she mentions the safety police thing. She doesn't understand she is the safety police. She's the one that's creating this. Or fun police, excuse me. Not safety police, fun police. 
And how can she be so deluded? Stupid. And I, when I saw the interview, when I saw the interview, she looked like she was completely deluded. She looked like she didn't understand why this was a big deal. Just, it's absolutely incredible. Oh, but that isn't that isn't the worst of it. That worst of it. You probably hear my my puppy Gigi here. She's making noise, but that's okay. I I can handle. At least I have a guest on the show. Um, but here's the worst. She commits the crime that all politicians do. All politicians do it. Matter of fact, the the politicians who end up becoming very famous across the country, they actually learn to stop doing this. She actually decides to keep talking. You know, one of the things you want to learn when you're a politician, a lawyer, you're sitting in front of the police, you answer a question, and you stop talking and you move on and you hope it goes away. Well, this this part of it, this is going to haunt her for years to come. And if she's ever hoping for higher office, it's over. So let's let's listen to this. It's actually pretty hysterical. The fact is um, there was something that was really um, monumental that occurred. And that is Tony, 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 the original members who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. They are just really um, some of the most incredible artists in the history of this country and the Bay Area in particular. And the fact that that is getting lost here is very unfortunate. Okay, can I let you in on something? Um, no, no one's getting lost in the fact that Tony, Tony, Tony had a get-together. Um, and no, they were not one of the greatest bands in American history. The, I would even say, I'll go this far. They weren't even one of the greatest bands in San Francisco history. And hearing them the night of the incriminating video, I'm not sure they were even the best band in the club that night. They sounded awful. That's all I have to say about that. So, yeah, no. The excuse was just too stupid she was being lambasted by the media media cnn gave her crap and in social media it just shows how out of touch these people are are not just on the fact that they have no taste in music but also the fact that they just think people are going to accept their bs that they pull because they are elites doing the opposite of what they tell you to do we're all seeing what's going on. We all see this. We're beginning to get angry about it. This country is heading in the same direction that Australia and England and France are heading, where people are just going to say, you know what, F you. We're, we're going to do what we want. We're going to walk into whatever. Should we be afraid of the China virus? Yeah, we should. We should be afraid of it as we are about the flu. Nothing more. It is the flu. It's a little worse. It's a little deadlier. Well, I mean, the alpha variant is a little deadlier. It's a, it's a little bit more contagious. The delta variant, I don't think it's worse. I know, I actually physically know a bunch of people that have it. They're, they're fine. Yeah, they got the flu. I think we should get the vaccination. I do believe that. 
And then once we get the vaccination, just live our lives. And if you don't want to get the vaccination, that's on you. These people, the elite, aren't afraid of it. They prove it over and over. I just spent 20 minutes, talk, 10 minutes maybe, talking about that they're not afraid of it. If it were dangerous, they would be afraid of it and they would be adhering to their uh, to their uh, plans. You know why? Because they're narcissists. And narcissists don't want to deprive us of the world without them. They're such pieces of garbage. Okay, well, I'm not gonna get to I'm not gonna get to Joe Biden today. I kind of wanted to. I'm getting late, but I really do want to talk about the libs of TikTok. That's a great. By the way, if you're on Twitter, libs of TikTok, one of the greatest things. This is a great one. I love this. So here, you just do me a favor. Listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. This is an easy one. If you espouse to the idea that Jesus was born of a virgin birth, then Jesus could not have had male chromosomes. Therefore, Jesus had only female chromosomes and presented as masculine. So Jesus was non-binary. And in terms of male and female, and the Hebrew, the word that was used for and describes a spectrum, male and female and everything in between. Man and woman is a biological concept. Science currently identifies 13 combinations and permutations of XY chromosomes. Masculine and feminine is a sociological construct that is dependent upon the society with which you are talking about. There's so much to unpack here. I, I, I don't even know how to start. Okay, first off, let's, let's get something clear about Jesus. Jesus was the son of God. He was masculine. All right. Is God a masculine? Um, I prefer to think God is not woman or man because God is not a human being. God doesn't work like that. Jesus isn't showing that he's masculine. Jesus was a man. But the reality is that this character doesn't get it that Jesus is has nothing to do with man or woman. It, it, that's not even a thing because gender or sex or whatever wasn't a thing. Jesus having, by the way, Jesus having being of a virgin birth doesn't really say anything about DNA. We don't have Jesus's DNA. Last I heard. So to sit there and say he had Mary's DNA, which makes him non-binary. Where, where the hell are you coming from with this whole thing? And he even says it. Uh, Jesus was a man who was a non-binary. No, I, I, you're missing the point of the Bible. Now, let me just describe this guy for you a little bit. Okay. This guy is fat guy. He's got a weird... Oh, by the way, the Hebrew term and, which means that Jesus was Hebrew and because it is man and woman, I guess is what it, he's talking about in Hebrew. No, he Hebrew, it means people. It doesn't mean man and woman like he was both because it is Hebrew. I mean, I would think that any Jew who was Hebrew would actually be kind of offended if they were one person or another. But here's the thing. This is what really gets me about this whole thing. It's putting the limits on God. Don't put limits on God. Don't put limits on Jesus. No one's putting limits on Jesus or God. I don't see Jesus as black, white, green, yellow. I don't see Jesus as man, woman, whatever else this guy 
or whatever this thing is. I, I don't even know what this guy is. Oh, let me describe this guy. So in the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and you can actually look at the video. The guy's got tattoos everywhere, including his face. Not Doesn't strike me as a Rhodes Scholar just for that. I know I'm, I'm a racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe, xenophobe, whatever. I, I'm sure there you've got a couple more for me. Um, he's also got... He's got piercings everywhere. His face must have had seven, eight, ten piercings. He's obviously gay. And none of, all of that is absolutely fine. But what I hate when these people do, they tell you what to believe. It's annoying. It's annoying. If it wasn't the fact he looked like a freaking clown, I wouldn't even, I would I would care. I might get actually insulted, but he looked like a clown. So I really don't care what he thinks. But I can tell you one thing, his name is spiritually noble or something. Yeah, he's not real spiritual. If he's coming up that Jesus was nine binary, which by the way, I guess you could say God is non-binary because God is, again, uh, not man-woman. He just is. And I think Jesus, being the son of God, which kind of throws a little thing at him that he's was on earth masculine, you might be able to say Jesus is non-binary because Jesus doesn't care about binary. And then he goes off into the, it's a social construction, it's a this psychological construction. I love the biological construction. It's not a biological construction. Biology doesn't build anything. Okay, biology is, it just is. So, I don't know. I just thought it was funny and you should hear it. Okay, that's it. We're done. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.